My dad grew up super poor. His family almost never had enough. But they saved everything they had for Sunday dinner. And somehow, like loaves and fishes, there was always enough on Sundays, even for the strangers they brought home from church. One Sunday, it must have been a special Sunday because they had pie. One Sunday they had pie, and my cousin Ricky, who was sort of known for this sort of behavior, wanted both pieces of pie that were left. But he knew this was a no-no, and so he put one piece of pie on his plate, and then he held the, uh, the pie pan up with the other slice and quickly ate the one on his plate so that he could replace it with the other piece of pie. My uncle Jim saw this snotty behavior, and he knew that there was, in fact, another pie in the kitchen. And so he waited until Ricky smugly finished his piece of pie, and then he brought out the whole pie, and he cut it in half, and he put half on my dad's plate and half on his own, and the two of them smugly ate half a piece of pie each. I want to say to Ricky, and maybe to my dad, my saintly dad, and to my Uncle Jim, those who are filled will be hungry. <laughs> but in truth, this gospel always is a struggle for me. I have been poor. I have wept. I do not feel blessed in that moment. This comes about in Later in the book of Luke, it comes earlier in Matthew, but it comes later in Luke because Luke is trying to build rhetorically. And so this follows several instances of Jesus arguing with the Pharisees. So there is this time when um, Jesus touches a leper and heals him. This is a no-no, right? You don't touch the unclean. He um, invites, or he um, forgives sins, and the Pharisees say, who are you to forgive sins? Only God does that, right? And then he um, invites a, a tax collector who are the worst of the worst to come and follow him. His disciples are walking through a field of wheat, and they grab a little bit of a few grains on the Sabbath and eat them. And the Pharisees say, see, look at you guys are working on the Sabbath. And Jesus says, how about this? I'm also going to heal a guy. <laughs> so Jesus works. The disciples work. They are building this ministry of irritating, in a kind way, the Pharisees. Not that they were being kind, but that's the kind word for what they were doing. So they were struggling with the Pharisees, and particularly Jesus, right? And then Jesus goes up onto the mountain and he prays and he brings his disciples with him and he picks 12 of them to be his apostles. And then they come down the mountain to the plain. So this is the sermon on the plain. And this is where our story picks up today. Deborah Mumford, who is the dean of um, Louisville Presbyterian Seminary and um, the preaching professor there, talks about how Jesus comes down and he's talking to three groups of people. Now Jesus comes down and there is a large group of people who have gathered from 
all ma matter of places, manner of places. There are lots and lots of people and they have heard about Jesus who is healing people and so they have arrived in order to be healed themselves. And so Deborah calls these, this first group the crowd, the crowd who are looking to be healed. And then the disciples who came down with him, they are the followers, the learners. They are the ones who want to know more about what it is to follow Jesus. And then the third group is the newly appointed apostles who are the preachers. So they are both trying to learn what Jesus has to say about Jesus's manner of life and Jesus's outlook on the people and how to preach that, right? So they together are standing at the bottom of this mountain on the plain and Jesus heals the people who are there and he says, blessed are the poor for the kingdom will be theirs. Blessed are those who are reviled in, for my sake, right? Matthew Skinner, who is um, the, a professor at Luther Seminary, a professor of New Testament, talks about, he, he retranslates this, um, the Beatitudes, and instead of blessed, he uses unburdened, which changes how this sounds to my ear. Unburdened are the poor, for theirs will be the kingdom of heaven. Unburdened are the weeping, for soon they will laugh. Jesus has unburdened the people who are around him who have come for healing, right? And then he takes the second half of what, of this whole thing where it says, woe to the full, to the filled who will be hungry, right? And he says, instead, make it look out. Look out you who are rich. Look out you who are full. Look out you who are judgmental. Look out you will lose, you will be without. It makes more sense in my head. It comes together better. I understand better what Jesus is getting at here. Unburdened and look out, right? There are these three groups of people and they are there to be healed, to learn and to preach. And they have been unburdened and so Jesus says, unburdened, go out and share the good news, right? He has freed them from all the things that weigh them down. Today is All Saints Sunday. There are, um, we will renew our vows in here. There are a whole bunch of people who are in Kempton Hall baptizing four this morning um, in the Cathedral at the Commons at the family service. And this is a morning when we remember all the saints, the people. So all saints, it used to be that all saints was the Sunday for all the extra saints, the ones that didn't have a day. So, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, the rest of them. Um, saints, yes, but mm, um, so, you know, St. Stephen's gets his own day or St. Stephen gets his own day and St. Paul gets his own day, but all the rest of them get kind of squished on today. today. But these days we celebrate all the saints. And in many places we squish together all saints and all souls and remember those we've lost, right? The saints of our own lives, the saints and sinners of our own lives. So come back tonight, we will celebrate all souls. Let us remember those who we have lost in this earthly life. 
But this is the day when Jesus finishes the Beatitudes with marching orders. The lectionary was created to help us live this life, to put together the right scriptures, to understand the message of, the, of Jesus. And so today is the day when we remember these marching orders, these ways of living so that we can live a saintly life. Today, Jesus says, be nice, do the right thing. If somebody comes and steals your jacket, give them your shirt also. Pray for your enemies. Pray for those who are rude, who are stingy. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. For this moment, Jesus offers us the Beatitudes. And Jesus offers the healing of love, and he offers us one another. So we come together as people needing healing, as the lonely, as the resistant, as those who are grieving and missing people we love. We come together as a group who have so many things that we need to be healed of, and hopefully we find healing in one another. And then as disciples, we carry that forward. As learners, we become into the next stage. We become able, even in our brokenness, to share the love of God with one another. And finally, we become preachers of that word. So you come on up here and you do, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the thing about preaching the word is that some of us are called to do it like this. And a lot of us are called to do it in community, to preach to one another through love, to engage with a hug or a hand on the shoulder, to pray, to love, to heal. Blessed are those who are hurting. Woe to the comfortable. Let us always love one another. Let us heal one another. Let us be disciples and preach the gospel in all the ways that we know how. Amen.